0: Watching Dead, the officially unofficial podcast for The Walking Dead on AMC. I'm Jim. And I'm Aaron. And we're here tonight to do our instant review, our instant take on uh, 403 Isolation. This was a different episode than the first two, right? Very, very different. In what what was? Um, I, so I felt like it was very, very uneventful until The Horde. Like... Hmm. Because they were kind of running on threads that had been established the last two episodes um, and not creating a whole lot of new ones, you know? Yeah, um, I guess you could say this is a transitional episode, perhaps, or the dreaded setup episode. But I honestly, I was digging it about the same as the first two. What would you give it if you were rating it? Yeah, I, I don't mean to say that that's bad. I, okay. just, I just mean to say that it wasn't quite as eventful, you know? Um, we didn't have any crazy ladies in the woods or anything at, at the first like half of this episode. Mm -hmm. um if i were to give it a number i don't know man a numbers numbers do those matter anymore um i'll say it's probably a seven
1: Hmm. it was it was good
0: i'm still rolling with an eight because i really liked performances in this one Mm -hmm. um i thought the horde was handled better than i imagined it would oh god that that horde man like the way they staged that i felt like that was kind of believable uh huh. Like he had rounded a corner over a hill. Exactly, and yeah. I, I thought it was just really cool how they depicted what a fearsome horde that is. How far away do you think they were from the prison at that point? Because uh, Jesus I'm just say Christ, that's too far. The Jesus Christ, that horde. Uh, I, that that horde looks unstoppable. Like if that thing <laughs> it's, rounds rounds its way to the prison, uh, it's time to pack up and go. Yeah, that that fence is not going to stop that horde. That double fence is not going to stop the horde. And it's too late to implement uh, Project Aeron that I outlined in my survival guide this week. I don't suppose (laughs) you saw that, did you? I haven't had a chance to read it yet. I actually broke out a pencil and paper and made sketches. I thought I saw you doing that. That was a little weird, but I was like, whatever. Oh, that's right. You were were over when I was doing that. Yeah, I did this. I did a little schematic of uh, what I think the survivors need to do that prison wall. But uh, too late, unless they got a backhoe and bulldozers. They're going to get that done. Mm. Uh, yeah, that's that's a massive horde. I, I just, like, practically jumped out of my seat when I saw that. Because that's that's zombie porn to me, right? Like, that's the stuff mm-hmm. I love. Seeing these massive hordes, which is kind of the only way that these walkers are fearsome, is mm-hmm. in massive numbers. And the Charger getting hung up and spinning out on that zombie's face. <laughs> oh, like, yeah, they're... Yeah. I mean, I... I I guess this season is so much more entertaining for me because it's still got the zombie action, but I'm really interested in the characters and developments. And I was actually like when it dawned on me that they were put, putting these murders on Carol. Yeah. Um, I kind of like, you know, when when uh, Tyrese kind of went up to apologize to her or say how much she cared, I kind of like, you know, had a, a mild gasp reaction that I was like, oh, my God, they're saying Carol killed these people. But it uh, also made perfect sense with what we've seen of her so far. Yeah, Carol's really turning out to be pretty interesting this season. I mean, she is, obviously we know her past with children um, and and being now charged with taking care of these other two kids after their father died. It's interesting to me like how she kind of um, is juxtaposed against the way Carl was last season because both of them are trying to be tough hmm. and trying to toughen up people around them. Carl was doing it. In a way that said, I don't want to care about anything anymore. I just Mm -hmm. want to be a killing machine. Whereas Carol is saying, I do this because I care, right? Right. Yeah, Yeah. I feel that. I think that the better comparison is Shane. She's like uh, Cheryl. She's uh, Shane 2.0. And I don't know what it is about taking care of an other person's child in a zombie apocalypse that sets you into this pragmatic, (laughs) insane asshole mode. But she's definitely got that bug. Um Uh, It'll be interesting to see. I mean, so she's already killed two people. What? I mean, this is a... I I like this because it's a real dilemma for the show. Because, you know, Rick doesn't want to, you know, bring Carol to justice, right? (laughs) Certainly not, yeah. But... You also, you know, can't have somebody rogue uh, acting alone, and and this kind of combined with their liberty she's taking with other people's kids. I mean, this is going to have to be addressed. And kudos to The Walking Dead, they. This is not going to be a whole fucking season long plot. Huh. Carol, did Ca- Carol, did you kill those people? And she's like, "Yup," and kept carrying the water. So yeah, and they have to gonna... resolve it. They have to resolve it in a way where. I don't think Rick is going to withhold that information from Tyrese, right? Well, and it, I don't think he can because this isn't one of those things where it's like, well, just unsolved mystery. I mean, and I like the fact that Rick was using police skills kind of like, you know, that the, that old part of him was relevant to this episode. I thought that was really cool. Sure. Yeah. You're a detective. You figure it out. Or you're you're a police officer, not even a detective. Yeah, he's not a detective, but I, I think that there's a certain level of uh, professionalism that even if you're just a you know uh, a beat guy, you've probably helped enough detectives or gathered enough evidence that you kind of know the basics at least. And Rick seemed like you know he was kind of going trying to figure it out and see who had the means, the motive, the access. Uh, did you? I, I felt real strong that when that girl went in to the sick ward. She's such a bad actress that I actually briefly entertained the notion that she was faking being sick. She could go in there and kill more people. <laughs> wow. Okay, I didn't because she's die. like, oh, Carol, I need to be in there. <laughs> <laughs> I got the black lung, pop. I need <sighs> to go. You know, I. It's like, come on. Yeah. Too many years in the mines. For I, <laughs> I get that. I get that she's a little kid, and maybe that's the thing because I. I remember we all thought Carl was a really shitty actor when he was first on the show, but you know give him four or five years a season and then i i think he's he's pretty damn good now yeah definitely so uh so let's talk about kind of the other thing that was revolving around carol this episode which i hope is not resolved yet because i think it's going to be an interesting um, thing for them to dwell on is the water situation i mean mm. we saw this now all of those shots of um, like the shower head turning off when Patrick dies, uh, mm. the Rick splashing his face with water. All of those shots now make sense, right? The are running out of water. Mm. Um, it seems like that's kind of resolved, though, at the end. Do, do you think it's resolved? Do you think it's it's going to be something that hangs out there for a while? Um, I don't know. I'm more curious about it because... I assumed that they were getting this from some underground well, but apparently it's just some open creek that they're pumping water out of. So I'm thinking, like, you know, how are they purifying this water? Is that the problem? They're not purifying the water? Surely that's not going to be the plot. I, I don't think – I didn't take it as they're running out of water. I just take it that that your well was getting stopped up, you know, by sucking up mud. Yeah, I mean, that's obviously what happened, but I'm, it seems like that's just a little too simple of a thing – for them to send carol out there for you know well like what purpose did it serve if it's not to to further a greater plot point well i think that the the real bottleneck there is you've got to get the the water from that pump to the various barrels and if they're doing that with by the bucket load holy moly that's going to take forever and if you've got a reduced workload that might be you know part of the the ongoing problems that you've got Except, you know, you've got a lot of people stuck outside, you've got a lot of people stuck in here sick, you've got very few healthy people that are going to be able and willing to run water, so what do you do? So, so how about this, for an idea, when that zombie horde finally makes it to the prison, what if they are stuck inside and can't get to the water that they need? Because you they, mean if they it, let those barrels run out. Yeah, if it, um, well, I mean, there again, jeez, I don't know, I don't know what you do, um... It's it's too bad that they didn't hadn't dug a well, you know, the six months they had. It's too bad that they didn't do a lot of things to prepare themselves for a siege that they could, you know. And that's something I went on at great length in my survival guide is like it's not like these people have never seen a horde before. They were run off some other structure by that. They see how very few zombies it takes to push down this fence. It's incredible to me to think that they've done so many improvements on the inside of this fence, you know, mess areas and gardens and all this stuff. But they're not doing anything to, you know, actually bolster bolster those defenses because you're right. um, That thing clogs with mud or just clogged with thousands of zombies in a creek shitting up your water. um, I don't know what they're going to do. They'd be up shit creek at that point. I mean, we presume that they're going to have to leave the uh, prison at some point. Yeah, yeah. And is you know, question is, is it going to be a human presence dri- driving them off, or is it going to be a zombie presence? Every all signs point so far to zombie presence. I just don't know how close that herd is because um, I'm, I'm, I'm guessing that we still got these people out in the wild that they're going to try to still to get to the antibiotics. We, we, we heard it was 50 miles away, right? Uh, yeah, I think so. So I don't know where they're going to proceed on foot or they're going to hijack another car. You know, I, I have no idea where that's going, but yeah, I mean, the, 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 water situation is crucial for sure. Yeah. I do feel like that horde was kind of far away because Daryl was hauling ass in that car. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, I felt like they had been driving at least for a while because conversation had started and all that stuff. Um, well, that's, that's the other odd thing about the way they chose to place that. So, in like, fact, 50 miles away, it doesn't take that long to get there in a car. Like, even if it's all country roads and back roads and all that stuff, you're take, talking two hours. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I, 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 I don't know. And I don't know how long they've been on the road. Why do you think that the conversation – why do you think it had it, been a while? Uh, I just got that feeling from the way the scene started. Because it seems like he was continuing the conversation they left off, which almost implied to me that they were closer to the prison. So it'll be. Oh, okay. But then again, Daryl and uh, Michonne, all those people in the car seem the type that they could spend the first 30 minutes in relative (laughs) silence, you know. (laughs) Sure. Yeah. Uh, What do you think about Daryl and Michonne's relationship? I think it's mutual professional respect. Okay, and yeah. he was kind of kind of telling her in a polite way, and she wasn't wanting to hear it, but I think maybe she's acknowledging the truth that you are not being very professional about the way you're you're pursuing the white whale here, ahab, yeah, they could really use her help back at the prison, and she's uh so far been unwilling to give it. It seems like she's circumstances have kind of pushed her into helping them out, uh yeah, and I, I mean, I don't think that- she'll be leaving anytime soon. I think that that's one of the things that Michonne is thinking of. Like, geez, it's kind of dumb luck that I'm even available to help the group. You mm-hmm. know, I was just in between governor hunts, right? And it might be something that uh, has her questioning, uh, has her questioning whether she wants to continue doing that. Because again, I'll, I'll go on record and say I don't really care to see the governor this season or next half season. Uh, my okay. best case for the governor is he goes away, and if he comes back, it's a long time for now as a much larger threat. Um, so I would kind of like to see her abandon that and continue to help in the group. Sure. Yeah, I could get behind that. Uh, what else do you want to talk about here? Um, so what do you think about the transmission they received? Oh, yeah, when they're in the car. Uh, right. I couldn't make any of it out, so I don't really know what it was. Did you catch any of it? I didn't. Eat, I did not either. Not on the the, the first. Uh, not on the first uh, viewing. Okay, I think we weren't meant to. I think we were just supposed to, you know, hear a, a transmission and go, "Oh, there is somebody or something out there transmitting," uh, which I am sure they will readdress once they get back to the prison. What do you think about Glenn being sick? Um, you know, I, I I made some bold predictions about his survival rate. Uh, you think it doesn't feel like if Glenn's going to die? I don't think he's going to die of. Uh, fever. Yeah, it felt to me like Glenn getting sick was the motivation that they needed to actually go out and get some medicine. (laughs) Like, oh, these other people from (laughs) people We actually give a shit about to go (laughs) risk our lives. Oh, Glenn, fuck. Okay, I guess we gotta go get it. Yeah, totally. Uh, That's definitely what it felt like. I think I I see a very low chance of Glenn dying to some sort of plague, some sort of sickness. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, then again, it would be Pretty interesting if they did that, I think, um, and totally subverted our expectations there. I loved Herschel's scene explaining why he was doing the things he's doing. Um, I did not like the scene between him and the doctor. For one thing, it just seems crazy that a doctor would cough into someone's face to the point that they'd spray blood. i mean my seven year old son knows better than that. I would think that a doctor would at least you know throw the crook of his arm over there, and it's just uh. Why? Why? We don't need to see her... If they want to make Herschel sick, fine. But I don't need to see Herschel sprayed with, with blood droplets to underscore the dangerous situation he's putting him in, you know? Sure. And okay. I certainly don't need to make the, the, the group's doctor look like a fucking moron to make that point. Uh, yeah, I, I, where did this doctor come from? Do we know if he was from Woodbury or if he uh, came in later? I don't think so because didn't we see the woodbury doc and wasn't she a lady uh, i don't know uh, and that's assuming they only had one doctor they might I guess have there more. could be but it seems like either he i just assume anytime we see an able-bodied man or woman that they are post woodbury because all the able-bodied men and women in woodbury got shot up yeah no that's a very good point so and we know that people are trickling in and, and discovering stuff so yeah i don't know um what Okay, one last th- th- thought, I guess. Herschel telling uh, Carl that he doesn't need to kill a zombie. What mm-hmm. is up with this shit? When do so, you need a good reason to kill a zombie? All right, so before that, I, I think this was here to show... The Carl is actually listening to his father now. Um, because right mm. before they go out, Rick says, don't shoot unless you have to. Ah, and, yeah. and that is the exact phrasing that Herschel uses when he tells him, you don't have to shoot that zombie. Okay. All right. You're, uh, yeah. Uh, single viewing bit me in the ass there. That's actually a really strong point. Nice job, Jim. Okay. Um, anything else? Um, I'm sure there is, but that's what we got the full cast for. <laughs> okay. I think so. Um, A lot of people seem uh, to be digging. A lot, a lot of people on the Facebook thread seem to be digging this. So, uh, this is the third strong episode in a row. Um, I'm really liking what they're building here. Yeah, absolutely. And I cannot wait for that zombie horde to get over to the prison, man. Yeah. You. So you. uh, Just to be clear, you're not. This is not spoiler speculation. You just think it's inevitable. Oh yeah, totally. I I I don't know know anything about what's going to happen. We haven't gotten any spoilers for this season, um, you know, so it'll it'll be interesting. I don't I don't know. Um, it seems clear to me that with what they said preseason that some sort of horde or zombie threat will drive them off of the the prison. Uh, a lot of people on the Facebook thread was calling for uh, just get the hell out of the prison, like abandon ship. It's it's too far gone. Do you what do you think about that? No, I, I don't buy I think, that at this point. I, I think yeah. at this point it's totally salvageable. The only real threat they've got is the sickness as far as they know, right? Yeah. No, so, I, I'm the same way. So why abandon? Yeah, I, I think that it's it's too bad the way the prison's construed that it's not that big of a prize uh, to win so far, but they seem to have at least some sort of power a fairly reliable water supply. They've got protection. They've got numbers there. If they can just get over the sickness, and unless this is a fucking Ebola virus, you know, a death rate of one out of five is pretty bad, but that's mm-hmm. about what you're going to expect on a kind of a super flu. So um, I don't think that if you got got 100 people there, 20 people dying is, is going to be uh, that big a deal, although they did lose 12 people in the, uh, in the zombie attack last yeah. week. So their numbers i i would i would love to know what what uh, about how many people they actually have there yeah i i can't really tell i mean it seems like they're dropping like flies and there's still plenty of them so right but it seems I you know i don't i don't i don't know i mean we know several people more people have died um because we saw <laughs> one guy in, a, in the, the zombie cage Yeah, that's actually true. And this episode, they definitely make it seem like there's a shortage of people because they were looking for anybody and everybody to go on the run. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, I think we've seen all the able-bodied people, um, and it's mostly our group plus Bob Angelo and Tyrese, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, Uh, So 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 that's a problem. If the prison does get overrun, what do you think the likelihood of them going to Woodbury is? Because that seems like another well-fortified place. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Eh, we've already seen it. Not interesting. I don't think they'll do. I don't. Because I, I don't think that's a set. I think that's a real city. So I'm sure all that stuff has been torn down. Uh, and they'd have to build it up. And nah, I, I I think Woodbury's over and done with. And is it that fortified? I mean, they 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 got some corrugated metal walls that they put up between buildings. I, I don't I I don't see it as a a big prize to fight over. Yeah, that's I, I probably do, true. I really do hope that we get to see them build, like, some kind of huge medieval-style fortification mm-hmm. sometime in this series. I mean, it's not that big a budgetary deal to mound giant things of wood and have, you know, like, old, old-school old wood fort-type stockades. I mean, I I really desperately want to see that happen, like— Rev like like a more exciting version of Revolution, you know. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we already got the swords, we got the horses, we just need some fort. We need some forts, man. Well, we got iPods now, so what do we need with forts? I mean, the only thing stopping me from building a fort right to hell now is I got to hold down a job. <laughs> but in an apocalyptic situation where all I got is time on my hands, I'd be building forts. Nice. Hell yeah, I would. <laughs> So yeah that's all I got. Um quick some housekeeping we had a a winner on our contest to guess the weight differential between Jim and myself. Some guy uh hit it exactly on the nose. His name was Kyle. Uh he, I guess he uh his former profession was college football recruiting and he <laughs> said that that skill paid Not off cuz he he got me within two pounds. No, he got you within two pounds. He nailed my weight exactly. So the weight differential, um, I'm, uh, I'm, uh, 276 pounds. You are 168. Yeah. Uh, and we are math difference. So, uh, I'm not sure what, I can't do that in my head right now. Um, but he got it, he got it exactly. He's only two pounds off. He won. He got the VIP tickets. We will be, uh, uh, meeting him down in, uh, atlanta so that'll be exciting that's happening this weekend can you fucking believe it yeah it's crazy um, this time next week we'll be driving well no we'll actually already been uh, home and watch walking dead and do an instant cast but <laughs> we'll have uh, we will be that whole trip behind us that's crazy yeah yeah it's it's right up there uh the schedule's now posted so that's good oh cool what are out. we actually doing did you did you look Oh, I have no fucking clue. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna as soon as we're done, I'm gonna go and see which which panel we pulled. Uh, I know it's a, I think it's a noon Saturday, but anyway, uh, if you'd like to send us feedback for our main cast, which comes out on Tuesday nights, you can do that at Walking or sorry, Watching Dead at baldmove.com. If you'd like to catch up on our live threads, you can do that on Facebook, facebook.com/slash baldmove, and Jim holds down the live tweet thrown at baldmove on Twitter. Uh, anything else, Jim? Nope. that's it. Uh, we're going to be back on Tuesday, so join us for the full cast where we will hopefully have more insights, hopefully, more comedy. And uh, until then, I'm Jim. And I'm Aaron. i see you guys next time.